stuck for Christmas ideas? We have a Christmas special finishing the 1st of January 2023. If you're in southeast Queensland, book three manual lymphatic drainage and your fourth is half price. Drop us a line on podcast.lymphaticcare at gmail.com or call 0410 032 335. Got to go. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Harmony. And we are Lymphatic Care. The Naked Truth. We are going to dive into the lymphatic system, discuss how the system has let clients down due to lack of resources, education and knowledge on the challenges that affect the lymphatic system. We are looking forward to sharing our stories and our experiences. Hi, Harms. Hi, Shell. Hi, Bronwyn. G'day, how are you? Good. So today, guys, we've got Miss Bronwyn Moza on from My Keto Rules. You can find her on Facebook and do we have Instagram as well, Bronwyn? Yes, I do. Awesome. And we're going to be talking all about keto today, which if you listen to our first podcast, you will know that keto is one of the best diets to be on for lipedema and lymphedema because of the anti-inflammatory properties about it. And I can't wait to hear and learn so much about this because this is a pretty big diet. Um, I think everybody and anybody has heard something about keto um, out there in the community. So I can't wait for you to tell us everything you know. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So I want to ask about your journey. How did you come to keto? Oh, it would be over four and a half years ago now. I was on holidays and became really unwell while overseas, hurt myself. I was morbidly obese, type 2 diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, blood pressure out of control and came back and I was basically read the right act um, that I had to do something Pretty serious. So who did, was that the doctor who said that? Yep, yep. The, yep, the GP. And they referred me to a dietitian and to a surgeon because they were assuming that I was going to do, you know, lap burn banding or gastric stapling or the likes. And I went home and really thought about it. And I knew for me surgery was not going to be an option because it wouldn't stop the foodie in me wanting to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and the dietitian, I was very fortunate. Um, she was open to my suggestion of let me try this before you fill me up on Weight Watchers or whatever the other case may be. That's amazing. And she worked with me, yeah, so that's how it all began. So in that period, my first 12 months, I lost 40 kilos. Wow. Um, The next 12 months, I lost lost another um, between 10 and 15. Yeah. And so I swing. So in total, I've lost between 50 and 55 kilos. That is amazing. Yep. And, of course, the type 2 diabetes, my blood sugar levels are now, have they been perfect for years? Never, not even a spike. And my um, rheumatoid arthritis is in complete remission. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. And I think this is, you know, one of the biggest things that we sort of express to our clients is that it's not just going to help with the one issue that we're recommending keto for. It's it helps everything. Like I know plenty of people that have done keto and they still to this day love it. They're a little bit more relaxed with it now. You know, they'll have, when they go on holidays, they'll enjoy their food. Um, I don't think that keto stops you from enjoying your food. It's just a different way of learning and living. But it's definitely, it, it's a selling point for our, for our clients to know that it's going to help their other health conditions as well. Because a lot of our health conditions that we're seeing these days are based on what we eat, really. Um, 
if you, do, you know, for people who don't know, your gut is your second brain. So it's actually the most second important system uh, in your body in the sense that what we put into our mouths goes down to our gut, obviously, and then that uh, ripple effect happens across our entire body. Exactly. Yeah. I'll heartedly agree there, you know. You, you have a choice. And yes. basically when you make that decision to do something for yourself um, and you see the results, it's, for me, I don't call it a diet. It is my complete lifestyle. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And can I ask, Bronwyn, where did you, um, like you said that you went to your dietitian and asked, basically asked her to give you a bit of time. Was yes. there any other, were you, was it immediately like you knew that keto was going to be the thing that you were going to give it a go? And absolutely. if so, how, where did you hear it? Like, where did you hear about it? Or what was the, I suppose, what was the the contributing factor to you saying I want to give this one a go first before going down the line of lap band surgery and, you know, calorie uh, restriction? I'd heard the old Atkins um, from years ago, the old um, Atkins, you know, high-protein diet from many, many moons ago. Now my mother um, went to a GP in Redcliffe actually and she was brilliant and mum has been on a low-carb um diet for about 15 years now wow he's lost around about 70 kilos oh that's amazing yeah so really it was seeing that it does actually work and that you're not missing out and that to me was very important that you don't miss out on anything i find so how did you start? How did you start? Like, for in, you're just coming on board yeah. and you've been in this information. Where do you go from there? Go to basics. To me, to begin with, just keep it as simple as you can. Um, fluids and water, because as your body is changing, water helps you, metabolism and it speeds up metabolism and your body needs yeah. water. And so, actually, just quickly, sorry, I'll yeah. just do a bit of a myth buster there. One of the things that our clients seem to somehow be told or or learn is that by restricting your water intake, now I'm not talking about people who are on fluid restriction for medical reasons, I'm just saying in general, but one of the um, myths out there is that the more water you drink, the more fluid you'll hold, and it's actually a lie. Um, That's right. It's our body, our body the less water that we drink, our body will absorb and hold on to that water because it has no idea when it's going to get hydrated again. So the more we drink, the less we retain because our body knows and trusts that we're going to give the appropriate amount of water to keep ourselves hydrated. Um, And so that was a thing that just popped into my mind then, Bronwyn, so I'm sure that you probably agree. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I still today, I drink a minimum of two and a half litres a day, usually wow. that bit of two and a half, and I find it so easy. It's the first thing I do when I step out of bed. I personally am a believer in room temperature water yeah, because okay. that's better for your body or warm yes. water. And it, um, I think they've just had some new studies come out where um, I've always said like cold water, uh, we, we're water snobs, so we drink a special filtered water. But um one of the things that we were taught through that is that obviously cold water, your body can't utilize it because it's too no. cold. So it sits in the gut for up to yeah. four hours doing nothing. And so we chug down this cold water thinking, oh my God, I'm so high dehydrated. I need cold water. And it does nothing for us. But the new studies that are coming out as well is that cold water actually stops um, fat burning. And exactly. so room temperature is best because obviously our body can utilize it. But not only that, the studies are through the roof that shows uh, temperature water or warm water, if you can tolerate it, and, um, yeah. it it actually aids in fat burning. 
Yes, it does. And it's amazing. And then from there, with, with, with the water, I mean, you've got to be at the extreme too. You don't want to overhydrate, mm. like to go to the next level or extreme, saying, oh, if two and a half liters are good, I'll drink five because then you're just going to have electrolyte issues. Yes, yeah. totally. It's really important to base it on your energy levels. We drink four yes. liters of water a day, but that's also my husband and I, are, um, you know, this is when we're extremely active, going to the gym yes. two times a day, being out with the kids, running around in summer as well. But, yeah, that's definitely a, um, a, an important thing to bring up is uh water toxicity is a thing yes, <laughs> well i can yes. vouch for that because i don't drink water i am the worst nurse in the world and shouldn't be talking about fluid intake and i don't <laughs> do it myself i'm lucky oh, to have a cup of coffee in the morning and i might have a cold drink of an afternoon and a coffee at night so i'm going to tap out when it comes to water i am shocking but i think <laughs> nurses in the community are like that because they've got to find their next toilet so that's what yeah you learn yeah and i am not like harmony i wish i could drink her amount of liters she does but i just don't like the idea of going to a public toilet fair <laughs> no you, but that honestly that's one of the number one things that i tell people now after that keep it simple don't try and go mad into the groceries or the recipes or the keto products because it's expensive you know yeah i mean basically pick a protein just pick a protein for your meal, whether it be chicken, steak, fish, pig, more, you know, lamb, it doesn't matter. Pick a couple of veggies and it's better to go forget your starchy vegetables, obviously. Things like cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, um, green salads, beans, cucumber, you know, you can have all of those. So pick a couple of those and add your fat, whether it be butter, oil, cheese, bacon, avocado, dressing, eggs. You can make up anything from that you know for your meals today and for your snacks wow i learned a lot when we we had a chat yesterday and i actually looked at your facebooks of your ideas and recipes that blows my mind so anyone yeah. who's really really interested in taking down this or taking this step please check out bronwyn on her on her facebook on my keto rules oh my gosh you just <laughs> check out the cakes who would have thunked that you would you can make a cake that looks like a cheesecake shop cake and it's keto. Go figure. Yeah. And I yeah. mean back in I tried keto years ago and but you know back then it was just meat and veggies and that was it. And yeah. bacon and eggs for breakfast every morning and I don't know how I stuck to it. I don't no. know. And I, I wouldn't be able to do it now, but I'm really, really interested in going further and checking this out later on. So yeah. That's amazing. Can we start talking about the stigma about keto? Yes, absolutely. People, you hear all these things, oh, it's not healthy, it's not good for you, you can't stick to it, it's not sustainable. You're eating that much fat. I'm not eating cartons of fat. You're using fat as your energy source. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to eat fat either that much, you know. It's just using it because you want your body to metabolise you, so to metabolise your own fat, to get that into ketosis to, be, to lose weight yeah. or maintain it. But you So you don't just go and eat half a tub of butter, you know. It's still within a, a guideline of how much you eat. Yeah. As a normal thing. So you're talking about ketosis. Can you talk a bit more about that and what that looks like? Yeah, ketosis is when your body um, changes its metabolic way it operates in the body. So you're no longer using carbohydrates as an energy source. Yep. You're actually burning 
your fat and using fat as an energy source. Yeah. So the biggest fault where people have if they're like in plateaus yeah. when they're dieting yeah. is that they're still eating a tub of cream cheese or a tub of dairy or so much dairy and cream that your body is using that as the energy instead of breaking down the fat in your body to use as okay. energy. So it's a fine balance. So if you're hungry sometimes, and with and that's the beauty about being ketosis too, you aren't hungry and you just automatically, you're satiated so much quicker because carbs are fast, quick energy and yep. it leaves you hungry. Yep. Fats and proteins, they stay in your system and you're a lot more satisfied and a lot longer. So if you're hungry, grab a piece of chicken. That you sounds know, divine. That's like I really want to sort my fridge out, but not yes. just yet. <laughs> it's like a lot of <laughs> a lot of bad foods in my fridge right now. <laughs> so we're talking about um, the first stages of the keto way of life, as you say. Yeah. Can we talk about the keto flu and how people get like keto flu is a big thing. I remember yeah. when I did, I was really sick. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say I got hit with the flu hard too, and that's sort of one of the things that made me go, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing this." <laughs> I think I lasted no. four days, and I was like, "I'd rather be over overweight." <laughs> yeah. And by the I way, know. if you saw Harmony, she's a size ten, and she's had a, she's got a nine week old baby, so she is not overweight. <laughs> Not anymore. I used to be. I used to be um, a size. Oh, the largest I got to was 80 kilos. So I'm only five foot. So, you know, 80 kilos yeah. doesn't seem like a lot, but for someone of teeny tiny stature, that's me. But no, I have, I get it from the clients a lot when I talk to them and I'm like, you should do keto, like, you know, it, or anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Oh, what would you know? You don't need to diet. Well, no, I don't now because I've got my eating habits somewhat under control yes. you know now I know when I'm craving certain foods it actually means I'm low in something so then I go and still yeah. eat a lot of bad foods but you know it's cutting out and eliminating things as we go mm. um sticking to any sort of diet um and looking at it as a diet like you said before it, when it's a lifestyle change it's completely different we actually went from keto to vegan um yep. and stuck vegan for almost four years five years um, and the only reason we went back is because our kids hate not being able to, you know, have meat yeah, yeah. and dairy yeah. there. So um, it's definitely a lifestyle change though. And when we look at it like that, it's no longer restrictive, is it? No, but the keto not. flu is definitely something I'd love to know about because I think that's what turns a lot of people off. Yeah, so tell us yeah. more from when. Well, I was I was one of the lucky ones where I never experienced keto flu. <laughs> so, oh. But in saying that, um, water and hydration, number one. Number two, often it's magnesium. So people can go, you can go out and buy all your electrolytes and you just, you know, you can you can spend a fortune on electrolytes, but if you even just a supermarket one, just magnesium supplement, you'll find is maybe all you'll need. Some people say the old pickle juice. Oh, yes. Uh, you know. Not the, um, the most nicest thing to drink. Yeah. Now, initially you might find that your breath might start to change or, you know, or you might feel a little bit lethargic to start with, that lethargy. I think that is normal of any lifestyle change yeah. because your body, and it's the cravings because you're, you might get headaches because you've been reliant so much on carbs and sugars and that is an addiction. An absolute oh, yeah. Addiction. So you're going through withdrawals from the sugar. So that's, to me, very key in the keto flu. So substitute. Um, keto flu, like if you're craving sweets, it sounds silly, savoury and salty will work. So have your bit of pork crackling. 
know, um, use your diet jellies to start with, you know, and make it with coconut milk. So that was my nighttime treat. I'd buy the long life coconut milk, make it up with my jelly, as in jelly, and that satisfied my sweet taste as well as my fluids. So I didn't oh, end up awesome. craving for other things as well. So it's really the sugar addiction, I think, that makes the whole process worse. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm a sweet person. I've got to have yeah. dinner and I've got to have that sweet afterwards. And, I mean, it's got to be sweet. And yeah. this is why I'm where I am and now looking at keto as a helping hand to get me through it. Now, yeah. that's awesome. So can you can we go through the diet, the dirty keto and the clean keto? What does that look like? Okay. Clean keto is when you're going back to basics. And that's what I did the first 12 months. I was clean keto Nazi. I had nothing processed, no booze, no alcohol. That was hard. The wine killed me. I was a girl on a mission, right? Oh, my gosh. I was clean. So I didn't have any artificial sweeteners added in or try to produce the chocolates or go on everything with almond flour and make cakes and biscuits and pancakes. I avoided that. I went back to the basics, which was actually very cheap, to get my veggies, to get my meat and to add the fat. The cleaner you are, usually the quicker and faster the results if you're serious. And for me, my pain level was so high with the rheumatoid and I'd hurt my knee and I was a mess. I needed something drastically. And so, yeah. So you don't not get sick of it? I mean, if you just think meat, veggies and a fat, I mean, I'm not a, I am far from a cook. I I look at the fridge and go, what the hell am I going to do with this broccoli? (laughs) And my husband's always like getting angry because I look at the fridge and I'm like, there's nothing to eat. And he's like, I just did a shop. How is there nothing to eat? I'm like, okay, there's nothing for me to eat straight away. Yes. I have to yeah, make cooking. <laughs> you have to make something and that's it. It's not just out of a packet anymore. No. So that's true. Cabbage is my favourite vegetable and still is. My oh. hubby like sometimes like die. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't just so much with it. I can do so much with cabbage. Make all my chow mein's. I can do all my, you know, stir fries and stuffed it and, you know, and, oh, my God, you know, like I, I still do it. And that with those um. Oh, what do you call those those noodles that you buy, the fibre noodles? Um, Chang's, oh, I'll think of the name in a minute anyway, but they are just 100% fibre so I can make all my stir fries and oh. spices. You see, I love my spices. So you can do so much. There's, oh it's not gosh. limiting at all. It's your imagination and being on the site, I've got so many recipes that you can have a look through and it's simple. You know, you can be as difficult or as simple as you can. And who doesn't like roasts and different? Oh yes, you know. We covered wine. Wine is my yeah. favorite subject. <laughs> yeah, let's go there. I love a wine on a Friday afternoon when I finish work for a week to take my nurse's hat off. Then if that what's wrong, how does that go? Do it, <laughs> but not sweet because you're a Moscato girl. I am a Moscato yeah, girl. This say, is gonna Michelle hurt. is all nah. about the Moscato. No, nah, nah, no Moscato because that's sugar. That's oh, sugar. I That's don't know what. How, how am I going to face a dry after having a Moscato? Well, or get some either some sugar-free syrups or, um, you know, or, or something like that and add it to a dry, dry wine like a Prosciutto so you can have like a peach bellini or something like that. Ooh, you see, there's ways these? around it. Ooh, I will have to look into that. But, you know, can't get past the dry. I don't know how I'm going to cope. 
you know, and spirits. And so your white spirits are zero carb, okay? Mm. So your spirits, so your vodkas, your Bacardi's, your rum, your Jack Daniels, all of those. Margaritas sound nice. Um, my, I've got a margarita mix that's sugar-free, but your margarita's full of sugar, the basic one. Oh, but damn. be careful. I'm okay. not doing well here, am I? <laughs> oh, I, I can help you with all of it. I, I know how to make things. Oh my gosh! But but with the um, but with alcohol, like with any regime, your body, even though it's zero carbs, yeah, right, your body still has to metabolize the alcohol before anything else. Yeah. So that will slow down your um your fat your or your weight loss program because you're metabolizing the alcohol before. You metabolize your fat. Oh, and that's normal. So, again, as a treat or on a Friday night, man, I finish work, I need a couple of drinks, go for it. Yeah. Oh, so stick to the white spirits and the wine by the sounds of things. Yep, dry white wine, dry wines and spirits, yes. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yep. So how do you go when you're out in a restaurant? Like we were in a cafe yesterday and I'm yep. looking at the 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 cakes and the the slices and the muffins. So obviously we have to be careful with things like that. Yep. I don't touch those at all. Um, but there's, you know, um, sometimes by those sort of cafes where they're just a sweets cafe, that's very difficult. But when you go to different restaurants or things, or even with that breakfast yesterday, you could have had bacon and eggs. Yes. You could have had omelette. Um, so it's, again, a lot of things. And sometimes I even take stuff with me. It sounds silly, but... If I know I'm going somewhere, I might just slip in a couple of pieces of my low-carb bread or I might take a wrap with me that I can have. Um, Look at you go. Yeah, so you can do that. And restaurants, is basically you can eat any nationality and pick something if you want to. Like we are talking about Italian the other day. Yeah. Like people associate, oh, pasta and pizza. Italian doesn't just have to be pasta and pizza. You can have your veal scallopini with all these mushrooms and this lovely cream sauce. That's heaven with green beans oh, on the side. Yeah. Um, I will have to check an Italian restaurant to find out more about that. That sounds divine. So we've got Christmas coming up around the corner. What tips have you got for Christmas? Oh, my favourite time of the year. Man, seafood heaven in Queensland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's all is- allowed. So I make my own dressing. So with my seafood sauce, I get a mayo. I put in the the sugar-free tomato sauce. I add my spices and that's so I can make up my own seafood sauces. So they're not, you know, which are great. So you can do all, and all your roasts, I, you know, all your, cho- all your broccoli and cheese bakes. Your fruit platters is hard because traditionally fruit is high carb. So you've got to stick to the berries, um, yeah. but not too many. But, you know, Depending on what stage you're at, whether you're at maintenance or whether you're um, in a weight loss program, as to how much you can sneak in. Uh, when you're in weight loss, you've got to keep under 20 grams of carbs a day, under 20 grams. And what does that work out to be rough? Like, Is that like a piece of bread or...? A piece, one piece of bread might be about 25 grams of carbs, so you just okay. avoid it. Read labels. Labels is your friend to read. Um for example, I, I love a chart where you can pick up like fruit and veggies, like strawberries, 100 grams of strawberries is around about 8 grams of carbs. Wow, when it's supposed so to it's be 20. Much. Yes, so that's where you start to learn what you eat and what you don't. That's why I like the cabbage and the broccoli and the on all those ones, the lower-carb ones, yeah. 
no wonder your husband loves you after having so much cabbage. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably thinking, not cabbage again. Oh, we did when we started. He was like, oh, please. He's a potato man. I'm lucky I've never liked potatoes anyway. Oh, yeah, so good we'll, for you. That was lucky. Yes, yeah, so when we go out, he's just like, oh, my God, hit me with potato every form you can give me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. How's he cope with you having on keto diet? How does What's his world look like? Does he join in with you with the same frame of li- like lifestyle? Oh, absolutely. Because... Uh, um, when we well, when I cook at home, I naturally cook what I can eat. Yeah, and yeah, he's totally satisfied. You know, like oh, he's a good. he's a basically a meat and three veggie type man to start with. Okay, so I just change the vegetables up that we're allowed to eat, and he's happy. Awesome! Yeah. Wow. Can I just go back to ketosis? We're talking about the strips that people can have to get to see if they can get into ketosis. So you were recommending not. To go down that road? Can you no. tell me more about that? <laughs> yes. Well, initially when you're first starting out, people are all excited. Oh, the peace strips are going purple. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Really you know? um, but after a while they are useless because once your body is fully in ketosis, you're not no longer producing it in your urine. So, yeah. even, so it doesn't register. Wow. And so Get very frustrated with that you know i went through the blood sugar blood one because i've got the little you know the diabetes one so i put my fingers for the sugars i've got the ketone one that check on that i haven't done that now for a couple of years haven't even thought about it okay. uh, because i don't need to your body will tell you yeah the flu if you don't yeah. drink enough water yeah your body oh will tell you, you know and if you're actively losing and feeling good and that then you don't need to really know it's one of those things but isn't you know um, isn't the be all and end all of the of the lifestyle? So, what does maintenance stage look like? Maintenance stage is when you can start to introduce uh, a little bit more fruit. You might might go up to say fifty or sixty grams of carbohydrate a day. Yeah. Um, and there are so you might have that piece of fruit that you're after. That's what my mum does. Mum has yeah. a piece of fruit. She likes her rye bread. So her day looks exactly what I'm eating. But she'd like she likes a piece of rye bread, dark rye, and she likes a piece of fruit. Oh, that's fair. You know, that's and fair. yeah, and so again, it's very healthy. She would never go and buy a block of chocolate or eat. You know, like if she wants the occasional piece of cake when she's out, she can do that because she can afford to do that. You know, yeah. next day she's straight back on. Oh, it's just that the. I don't know. I've got to learn to to find out how to stay on a keto diet. I think you've just got to see the benefits. Like it's like yes. anything. Yes. yes. You know, reminding yourself that it takes what twelve weeks for you to actually see results properly. Yeah. Um. You know, like it's a week to. I think is it something like a week or two weeks to feel the difference, and then it's you know something like four or six weeks for other people to see the difference, yes. and then after that, that's when you start seeing yes. it. Mm, you know, yeah. like it's like when people go to the gym; it's the hardest thing to do. But then when you start to feel the benefits of going to the gym, it becomes yeah. addictive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the pain, my telltale sign, if I'm not drinking enough, is my rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, I don't take any meds for it at all now. But if um, I have been a bit lax and not drinking enough for whatever reason or I've been away on holidays and think, oh, a bit naughty, if my fingers start to feel a bit stiff, I go, okay, that's my warning sign. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, I love that though, you know, because that's um, I think 
it's another thing to really just point out to people that the power of the mind is so amazing. Um, you know, like the how many people do we have on our bookshelf that have rheumatoid arthritis? Oh, like, oh, you know, they don't even have to say anything. You can just see it in their knuckles and, yeah. um, you know, how they walk, how they move. Yeah. And it's very interesting to see when you bring up keto or any kind of, you know, diet or lifestyle change and they go, oh, I could never do that. And it's a case of they're so comfortable in their uncomfortableness that yes. it's easier for them to stay in this version of uncomfortable than it is to be pushed into a new version of uncomfortable, which is changing your diet, changing your lifestyle, saying no to the treats, you know. Yeah. Um, but the benefits are so prevalent and so important. Like, you know, do you want to... Uh, we're literally just going through this now, obviously having a baby and we've had a lot of uh, setbacks since we've had our baby, lots of little things. Um, but that's the biggest thing is we're noticing, you know, we're back to um, going for the treats for the energy. And, you know, we if we have a bad day where we feel really bad about, a, you know, about the kids or whatever, it's so easy to go back to, oh, just have a glass of Coke or just have a bag of chocolate. And yeah. it's like... I know that it's not doing well for me. It's actually causing me more pain and more issues in relation to my sleeping, my, you know, um, yeah. my patience, my my energy levels. It's just about setting in going, okay, it's going to be uncomfortable for a couple of weeks with headaches or withdrawals or whatever. But the plus side of that is that I'm going to feel better. I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to, you know, not have as many aches and pains, especially for people who are doing this for lymphedema um, or, lip, you know, lipedema. Um and like yourself, rheumatoid arthritis, it's a massive one that we see in the community. Mm, we oh, do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the hydration of the skin, like it sounds, it sounds really funny, but it's called confidence building as well. Once you manage to do that, honestly, I feel as if I've had 10 or 15 years of life given back to me. Oh, that's awesome. You know, the way you feel, the hydration of your skin, the quality of your skin, the alertness, mm. it's just no brain fog no nothing you know it's huge the difference you know and and the energy level is amazing so how's your sleeping pattern now that you're on keto do you find that you're sleeping better oh yes I do yeah I've always been one lucky enough I hit the pillow and pass out <laughs> yeah Harmony worked that out with me last weekend you can't talk to me for long when I'm in bed I'm asleep within seconds yeah, same <laughs> but the big difference that we noticed too with me is that um I was like an intense snorer, like oh. raising the roof. Um, now I'm a gentle snore. So I was like, yeah, you can sleep with me now. <laughs> <laughs> does hubby snore? Yes. Oh, I just it... roll him over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, you've got to have someone that snores louder than you. Makes That's you right. feel better. Makes yeah, you. Yeah. So do you find that when you first started that you were enticed to exercise more or was that introduced later? It's not required. Um, yeah. I physically would not have been able to. I, yeah. I was going to say with your aerobics. Yeah, I, I did aerobics, water aerobics. Oh, good. I did water, water physio because I found that takes, of course, the weight off you, um, off your body so you can move the joints. My knee was just like I had torn ligaments and everything in my knee as well, which made it even worse. So I was strapped. My right leg and knee was strapped for about four months. Um, it was horrible. But and the water aerobics was a way to do it. Was yeah, I couldn't do it otherwise. Yeah, do you still do it? No, no, not now. Now I'm just out and about all over the place and yeah, I, and yeah, swimming and 
paddling and all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, you're such a traveler too. So what's your secret when you're out on a cruise? I mean, I've been on a cruise. I've been on six and man, <laughs> have I lost have I gained some weight with those? They saw I'm sure I come off heavier than my luggage. Oh my god. It's picky. It's funny you should say that. In my first year I was on a cruise. Um and I was about 10 months in at that stage. And that stage I'd lost about 35 kilos, right? Mm. Anyway, and I was just talking at a table, um, you know, as you do, and I was just eating what I could off the plate and just putting things aside. And the lady next to me was a rather large lady, and she said, oh, don't you like your dinner? And I said, yeah, it's fine. I'm just pushing aside what I prefer not to eat. And um, she said, oh, why is that? And I said, oh, look, I'm keto. I then got the lecture about keto. Oh, no way. Yeah, I kid you not. So I'm sitting there eating. And I said to her, I said, well, I've actually lost 35 kilos so far. Looks like your lifestyle regime's not working too well for you, is it? <laughs> oh, my God. And she said? And she just didn't talk to me again. Oh, oh, I said, it made me didn't. very happy. Oh, I yeah. bet. So were you stuck with her for the whole cruise? Nope, not at all. No, nope. <laughs> no. Just a random table that I had to be with her of all people. And it was just basic things I was pushing aside, you know, like obviously the starchy veggies and I just didn't have the desserts. That's the trick. You can say no to desserts, that's it. So I guess uh, one of the things I personally wanted to know, Bronwyn, was um, in your clientele base, do you see or hear of anyone that, is suffering from lymphedema or fluid overload and Absolutely. how has that you know how have you seen your clients um change oh nikki is one that's it's a shame that she's actually ill at the moment um she's yeah she's one that's really bad with it she's actually gone the next level and she's gone carnival oh, yep. um, for her at the moment and it's amazing she's got other allergies as well but um, the difference with her has been phenomenal and she's been doing it for about four years as well. Okay. Okay. And, um, oh, yeah, so it's, it's just life, it's life changing for her. Yeah. So, and she's worked a lot with Royal, uh, real life medicine with Dr. Lucy Burns mm-hmm. and that as well. Yeah. So there's so many on the page. A lot, I, I probably see more rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Um, I, here a lot with epilepsy because that's how it was first introduced was keto actually started for epilepsy oh wow many, yeah originally yeah so it's yeah so it's it's quite an amazing thing and even when you go back into history as well the original diet for diabetes was more keto lifestyle yeah yeah i was gonna say i know when i first started nursing that um again it was more the atkinson's diet or atkins diet yes. um that was sort of recommended, but again, it's still low carb. And it's low carb, yes. Yeah, and that's it. And I think even just going back to your comment about the cruise, you know, 90% of people that have something negative to say about something are the people who didn't stick it out. You know, they're the people that didn't see results. But most of the time when we ask you, why didn't you see results? Well, I gave up. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. it's like anything. Like I went to the gym. Um, I'm a when I go to the gym, I'm a very, a, 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 like I said, I become addicted to it because it's the regime and it's the pattern and it's the the feel good hormones. It's not about how my body looks; it's how my body feels, and that's why I love you it. Know. But so many people will sit there and say, "Oh, well, you know, it's easy for you because you're already thin." Well, no, actually, it, it's you know, it's the dedication to anything, and if you see yeah. it out, then you'll start to see the results, and then it becomes easy because. It's no longer 
um, you're no longer suffering. You're actually, you know, because you can physically see the changes and feel the changes, like you said, with the rheumatoid arthritis. Um, Mm -hmm. I suppose you probably see a lot of people with that because people feel it. It's a constant reminder that, you know, you're not feeling 100%. Exactly, exactly, yes, most definitely. You know, and it's we do so much what we put into our bodies when you see, like, you look at packets, it's just chemical chemical storms mm. that you're putting into your body. Yeah. And, and that is going to cause inflammations with triggers or the lymphedema, the lymphedema, the... It yeah. triggers it all. My know? husband and I were literally just talking because we've got um we've got five children and our um the four children that eat at the moment, you know, I've got two kids that eat everything from the ground and they actually prefer it. Like for their snacks, they'll go and have tomatoes and cucumber. Um, yes. But then I have two kids that if it comes from the ground, I'm not touching it. It's yeah. physically be packed with sugars and additives and preservatives and, you know, for them to even bat an eyelid. And I sit there smashing my head against a brick wall because they're the two that are complaining of joint pain and not sleeping properly. And, yeah. you know, they're the ones that get sick with the flu all the time. And I sit there and I say to them, it's it's your own fault. You know, like, yes, I'm your parent and I'm responsible. I provide you with these foods, but you choose not to eat them. Um, I also provide you with the bad foods and that's what we've literally just been discussing is you know it's easy to sit there and I think for a very long time we sat there and said oh well we were kids once and we lived off this stuff and it's okay we ended up okay but the reality is is they're putting so many things into the foods now that they weren't doing 20 years ago oh that's right you know and I come from a generation again where I grew up in um, European backgrounds so all farming and communities that way and we had nothing that was from the shops it was all from the ground of the land yeah totally yeah yeah my mum was even talking about you know like my grandmother used to make everything from scratch so she would have she my mum would go to school and be like who's got a peanut butter sandwich and a packet of chips because I've got you know homemade bread and slices and you know all these things that are homemade and everything comes basically it was either grown or came from the uncle down the road yeah and and then that was it whereas now these days you know I think it makes it difficult too because um, in this day and age, both parents are working full time. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I know that for myself, I, when I was a starting mum, I had all this time and I used to waste my time in the kitchen because I had nothing much more to do. Now I'm working. It's so convenient for me just to go and grab all the store-bought stuff. But in saying that too, I feel like crap. You know, when yeah. you eat it, you can feel it. You feel the drop when the sugars disappear and, you you know, you notice that, the energy lasts 10 minutes and you're like, oh, my yeah. God, I'm starving again and, I'm, and yeah. I am tired again. Like I only just ate, but it's the quality of the food that you're eating. I mean, when my kids were growing up, my my youngest is 27 now, my, you know, so when I was uh, working when I was younger, I never had the snacks at home either, you know, and much to my kids' disgust because they were like, <laughs> and I used to have a leg, it was a bit of a joke, a leg of ham in the fridge, you know, in the old vinegar bag. Or yeah. Yep. So when they got home from school, grab a slab of ham, you know, oh it was from the word go. And it was just a joke because everyone knew, all the neighbourhood kids said, oh, good, you know, bronze got the ham. <laughs> but I would rather them, they're hungry, eat that than eat a whole lot of rubbish. And, you know, so... Yeah, it was something that I've just always done is had that kind of food in the fridge that was quick and easy too. So how are the what are the kids living their life as keto as well or they they're all very healthy, you know. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the youngest one's a baker, so, well, that's a bit difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they, they are all very health conscious and always have been, yeah. So, yeah. So we and- talked about um, how the diet has changed. I call it diet because when I was on it, it was really yeah. diet-like. Yeah. How has that changed that you've seen the difference from five years ago to now? What does that look like? Um, it's easier. Like beforehand I'd go out and, yeah, I'd, I'd eat the potato baker, I'd have the sweets or I'd have the, the chocolate. Um, I was an emotional eater. Oh, yes, sounds like me. Okay. Yeah, so you go in and it's a satisfaction thing and it's that sugar craving that it's easier just to grab something like that. Um, yeah. Now it's the matter of choices. I don't have that in the house, so I can't go and grab it. It's yeah. just non-existent. So I go and grab my savoury things. Like I'm a dip, peanut butter, that's my weakness, crunchy peanut butter and a- <laughs> And a spoon, you know, if I just like get along with my Addie very well. I went into her room the other day and um gave her uh, I think she asked for a cup of water, but I anyway, she's laying on her bed and as I've given it to her, I've seen six little teaspoons all she's got them hanging on her um like her bed rail in her glow stick bracelets and I was like what are you doing that's where all my spoons are she's like these are my peanut butter spoons I love peanut butter (laughs) and I'm like you know that you can just get a new spoon out right and she's like it's much better mum now I you don't even know how much I'm having because (laughs) I don't need to ask you for a spoon and I'm like well it's peanut butter at least it's healthy (laughs) it's like a generational thing I was always a peanut butter freak always my daughter is and so is my granddaughter and she has her own jar in the fridge too. So it's oh. like, you know, it's because if she knows it's going to be double and triple dipped, so let's just have her own jar. <laughs> is there a certain peanut butter that is better for you compared to the the cheaper brand or is it just peanut butter, peanut butter in general? I have no sugar no sugar added. Read the labels again. Yeah, that's, that's the key to it is label reading. You know, yeah. ideally people can have almond or other butters. Yeah. I don't like the taste of it as much. I like peanut butter. I like yeah. it, you know, but yeah. I just pick my no sugar. Mavis is pretty good. Um, Beagle's pretty good, yeah, because they have yeah. no added sugar. So can we just brush over the labelling because, you know, going into a store, going shopping and when you're really hungry, the last thing you want to do is sit, do oh. a veggie shop for an Never hour. Never do and a shop out. on an empty stomach. Oh, I know. Have I learnt? Every yeah. time I go shopping when I'm hungry, I go and buy biscuits, chips, dips. Yeah. And I walk out thinking I am. I can eat all this, which I don't. And then the next day I think, what the hell am I going to eat? I've got this big pantry full of crappy food that I have to eat now because I've bought it for the week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. learn to big. Still do it, though. Just know <laughs> I still do it. This is why I need to change my habit. So um, I forgot I was going into with this. Can you recap? Labelling. Labelling. Yeah. So when you go in... Um, Package and pre-packaged foods. Yes. You get such a shock when you actually read what's in them. Like chicken stock and beef stock. The amount of sugar, there's no there's no sugar in chicken. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> but you look at you look at it. That's why I tend to buy the bone broths or the beef broths. Yeah. Um, um, or do my own up, you know, because I've got time, I do my own up in the pressure cookers and, and that and then freeze them. But when there's sugar in things like that, it starts to make you really got to look at it, you know. Wow, I didn't know that. I have yeah. to look at my cupboard. I mean, yeah. I don't want to look at my cupboard anyway, but I've got stock there. Yeah. I, I just didn't realize it had that much sugar in it. Yeah, yeah, this is what I was saying before, Shell. Like, 
you know, the way that things were done 20 years ago is so different now. They're adding yes. everything into yes. anything they can. Yeah. Um, and, you know, without going down a rabbit hole, it's um, it makes you wonder why. Why are they adding sugars to stock? Why are they yeah. adding, yes. you know, preservatives to things that don't need it? I mean, even, yeah, it's just it makes you wonder. And then obviously the result in that is that we're getting sicker. We're yeah. getting rheumatoid arthritis at a young age. I mean, I'm literally going through... Um, uh tests at the moment for this shingles that I have in my eye and they're saying that it might not even be shingles it could be rheumatoid arthritis and it's affecting my eyes oh wow you know so it's like you know you just sit there and you wonder like what actually what are they putting into our foods and what is it actually creating versus if we just go back to basics you know everybody that I know that's healthy it's back to basics they've removed all the preservatives and all the packaged foods and they're just eating what comes from the ground yeah. And I love it with my grandkids when they come over, you know, because, yeah, look, they're normal kids. They'll go out and have the Maccas occasionally and stuff like that as well. But generally, they don't. They actually prefer, you know, they're happy because they're only young. They yeah. prefer the fruit at nighttime. They like their fresh fruit. Yeah. Uh, so they lo- and they love, they love the berries and mango as their favourites. Oh, yes. Um, you know, um, fresh food, they have bento boxes for lunch. They prefer to have little things like the cheeses and the, and all those things. So they have that and they eat well and beautifully. So what's yeah. a bento box again? It's like a, um, it's like a little Japanese lunchbox where you've got all the little compartments in it that you can put all your snack things in. Yeah, so, so instead of doing like a sandwich and chip shell, yeah. the idea of it is that it's like all you give it started out I think or I mean it was probably been around for years but I know one of the big selling points when I became a mum was like these bento boxes because for toddlers it gives them choice it gives them multiple choices of different foods so that you're still giving them a whole variety of food but you're doing it in little bite-sized pieces because you know obviously toddlers and little kids get bored but then it's sort of just it went boom and now it's, it's so beneficial to everybody because I think we're all realising that we actually all really love to have a bit of choice in our foods, mm. you know, so much more enjoyable having a few blueberries and, um, you know, uh, a variety of fruits, I suppose, a few blueberries, a couple of strawberries, some orange rather than just having an apple um, yeah. or, you know, having <clears throat> a sandwich and a packet of chips. It's like where you can, you know, have a little mini I suppose I shouldn't say cupcake because or a muffin because we're on you keto. Can here. With keto. Well, this is the other you thing I was going to say. You can make them. They've got so many. Yeah. yeah, but it's just having all of those little choices, isn't it? And my yeah, kids yeah. are the same. My kids will bang on and bang on and bang on about getting McDonald's or something, and then I get it for them finally, and they don't even eat it. No. They have like three <laughs> chips out of it. I'm like, bro, that just cost me $60 to feed all of you because it's so expensive now yeah, yeah. and you haven't even eaten it. it. Now you're still going to the fridge and asking me to cut up some fruit. Like I could have just done that to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing I don't give any of my kids, and I never did with mine either, was fruit juice. It's the oh, worst yes. thing on the market. The yeah, 2% worst. apple and the rest oh, is sugar. Sugar. Yeah, it's it's worse. It's worse than soft drink. It's just horrendous. Oh, that's risk. terrible, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a myth, you know, you know, oh, let's have this nice glass of orange juice, really? Boom. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what is the best advice you could give to a newbie who wants, like me, if I go, decide to go with, which I I am, which I like to try? Yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself. Okay. 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 So, and ask questions. That's the biggest thing. Don't be afraid to reach out or use someone as a buddy and say, 
I'm bored. What can I have tonight? What do you suggest? I've got this. What can I make? Right? It's being able to do that. Yeah. Don't forget calories. Don't count calories. If you're hungry, eat. So you're not designed to be hungry. So if you're hungry, have that extra piece of chicken. Have that piece of sausage or cabana, you know? As long as you're staying within the keto rules. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're hungry because if you're hungry, that's the worst thing. I never you are craving sweets, go for the savory. Have mm. a glass of water, let it settle to see if that eases it a bit. Then have something savory or salty that, that mm. might satisfy you with it instead. Yeah, so that's really the um, basis of it. And don't be so hard. And look, if you decide, if you for some reason have a binge out and go on something, okay, well, it happened. Start yeah. again tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. So do you um, recommend that the newbies get themselves on MyFitnessPal, for example, or a app like that yeah. to do their macros? Yeah. I did. I did it religiously. I did. Um, I got. I downloaded Carb Manager, yeah. um, MyFitnessPal or Carb Manager. Um, don't pay for it. Like just use the basic just yeah. to get an idea of what what foods have carbs put it in you'll be yeah. quite surprised and that's where your label reading and checking on what you put in your mouth actually yeah. does so yeah. it is something that you go for absolutely and- it gives you good ideas and now i do have a chart somewhere where all the vegetables and fruits every per 100 grams and 100 yeah. grams isn't a lot yeah okay so when you put that out to see what what it is it's it's quite amazing really yeah. So when you buy the strawberries, I say oh, you can have berries on um, keto, low carb, but you can't just go and have a punnet of strawberries. There's your whole, you've done your day. Oh, really? Yeah, you see. So you still got to be aware of the weight of your having, you're having things with carbs in it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So my, yeah, so definitely carb manager and things like that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and you guess that's why it's so important just to stick to basics because, like, things yeah. like that. So for me, I um, we were just talking the other day. I absolutely have ADHD and I'm going through the process uh, of trying to reduce the symptoms or reduce what's, you know, being prevalent in my life by fixing my gut bacteria and going back to, you know, a healthy gut. But um, my brain, I've tried doing those fitness power apps and stuff before and the – I get bored very quickly mm. <laughs> trying yeah. to like put all the information in or, you know, if if one item that I'm searching for doesn't come up, I'm like, that, that doesn't work, get rid of it. But I suppose if you're going back to basics, like you said, Bron, of just, you know, yeah. eating what comes from the ground, obviously maybe just turning around and only, you know, having vegetables as your snacks instead of yeah. even relying on any fruit Exactly. Um, just until you get into the habit of it and yep. then that way then you can start introducing new foods um, exactly. or old foods but uh, bringing them back in again. Back in. And, and you can even, and Google's your friend. Add a quick thing if you're having trouble with finding something in Carb Manager, just Google, you know, like yeah. how many carbs in 100 grams of this. And it would, you, Google I was going to say Google, yeah, you can literally Google anything now and it'll come up like, a, you know. Um, that's the beauty of having our phones in our pockets, I suppose, is that we don't need to rely on people like yourselves who have got a whole heap of information. Um, yeah. I did actually want to ask Bronwyn, how do you, like what, I know, I understand your business is My Keto Rules, but actually what do you do and how do you help people? Because I suppose, again, Google is our friend, right? We can get anything yeah. from Google these days, but what is the difference in um, 
how do you, I suppose, what do your clients feel is the biggest benefit to having you there for them? Inspiration and ideas on what they can do with food. That's my biggest thing. And living the lifestyle and being able to function daily anywhere eating. Now, in my files section on my website, I've got, um, we've got 12 weeks of meal plans there. Which wow. are all, yeah, and they're all free for anyone to look at. It gives That's you awesome. ideas and it's worthwhile looking at. So we've got all the recipes, all the macros and everything. And see, and that's well. so perfect because for people like myself, you know, I've got five kids. So the biggest thing for me is, is it going to take more brain capacity out of my day? Because I don't have anything left to give, you know. No. Um, and people like Shell as well, you know, like I know um, it's, for Shell, it's more if she's not organised and it's not mm. there ready to go, it's so easy for her just to stop into the coffee shop and grab a quick treat, whereas yeah, yeah. when she's, um, sorry, and I'm talking about you like you're not that, here, Shell. That's all right. But it's a case of if she's got, because she does have the time to pre-plan and prepare food, yeah, that's if my it's key. there ready to go, you know, and if she's got a list there that says this is what you're buying this week, go out and grab it, she'll stick yep. to it. And mm. she always does. So having 12 weeks there, that's sort of a, that gives people a really, really good starting point. Yeah. Because then by yes. the 12th week, you're no longer having the sugar cravings. You, you've gotten into ketosis. Your yes. body's now using fat as energy. And there's really no excuses after that. Like for me personally, I know that it takes my, my body, it takes five weeks for me to get into any habit to form that habit. So whether it's going to the gym, sticking to a diet, creating some new regime, I have to have five weeks of prepared and planned things. Yep. Otherwise, I'm very, very quick to fall off the bandwagon. Oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely. And it is and it's it is difficult, you know. There's, but there's also a lot of businesses out there. They, they can be expensive, but it can be suited for certain people too where you can actually buy the pre, like for locally in Brisbane, Keto Loco, based at Chermside, she actually does all the meals, you know, ah. and we'll do for you so i think they're about 13 dollars a meal but they're all proper food you know there's mm, nothing yeah. it's real food and, and that's the have, thing though it's yeah. not um it's not expensive like when you look at you know i've always looked at those um like light and easy and stuff you know and it's it's actually not expensive it's just a case of of redirecting your money and yeah. when you're not buying all those treats and all those poor foods and you're actually sustaining your energy levels on good foods yeah it actually works out cheaper in the long run Mm. does absolutely and that's what I, I honestly find it's but it's when you try to buy the substitutes for your biscuits or buy the substitutes for your lollies or your cakes that's yeah. when it starts to get expensive we found Unless the same you're making it yourself yeah yeah we found the same when we went vegan it was all the substitute things you know buying all the things that don't have dairy in them but act like dairy or you know the yeah. um packet like the substitute meats and things which Obviously, you don't want to go down that road because of all the additives and stuff, but that's where it gets expensive. And yes. I think that's what people don't realise is when you keep it back to basics, it actually makes everything cheaper. Cheaper, mm. it does. And take advantage of the fruit markets that are around and what's there, mm. you know. And sometimes I don't even think, like I had this big glut of tomatoes a while ago, right? So the tomatoes were like, um, well, I, I, I do have the time and I love cooking, but they were like ridiculously cheap. It was like 50 cents a kilo, right? So I bought like three kilos of tomatoes. And I made my own passata. So oh, yeah. Passata already done and I've got a big double freezer and I just did them in containers and, the, and boom, 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 and stack it up. So things like that take advantage of it. I think preparation is key, especially if I'm going to go down this road, I need to be prepped. And yeah. I, the only way I'm going to get through this, especially the first 12 weeks, 
that would be interesting. But what, um, what's your favourite food? If you could say, what's your favourite meal? Okay, Moscato. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you need to have a, a cordial or something in your white wine. <laughs> yes, yes, you said that. So um, probably I'm a sweet, I, I like my sweets after dinner. That's my Achilles heel right now is that doesn't matter how full I am, I'm not done until I have a sweet. Jelly. Go to, go to the jelly and coconut milk. That sounds divine. So do you make the jelly and then or is it like you're adding the jelly crystals to adding the coconut the milk? I use the Diet Right jelly, yes. So oh, it's no. just the two, two sachets of jelly crystals, dissolve it in just enough hot water. The one litre long life coconut yep. milk, you buy it, Aldi, it's, you know, it's, yep. there's nothing really, just like cold water. You know? And what does it turn it into? Like a- It's almost a consistency like a bit of a junket. So, so it's that nice consistency. And so, you, you know, just melt it and then just drizzle that in as you're whisking the um, coconut milk, just whisks the jelly into it yeah. and then just let it set. And I put mine into Chinese containers and take them to work or have them sorted out at night time. So how many carbs would be in that? In that, in carbs, the whole, none. It's probably no, there's about, none. about half a gram, one gram, if that. Because oh, that wow. long-life coconut milk, the whole cup of the whole container of it is under two grams of carbs. Oh wow! Yeah, and coconut right. milk obviously yep. is high in fat. Um, yeah, but it gives you a different te- a different taste, doesn't it? Like that coconut has a yes. beautiful after yes. flavor. Yeah, and that's why I like it because it gives it that little bit a little bit of body that just mm. water and jelly does. Yeah, but I, I like that junkety type taste. And lemon at the moment is I love the lemon, the Diet Right lemon um, jelly, and it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So we can find all your recipes on your website and your Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And message me too. I don't never mind answering. If someone says, hey, Brian, where's this recipe? They do it to me all the time. Yeah. Where can you find this? I'll just link you straight back into where the recipe is. Oh, Anytime. that's awesome. What would you, you say is the most popular recipe or food, you know, obviously taking away the back-to-basics thing like? Lasagna. Yeah, I was going to say I'm a pasta person. Like I'm a carb carb loader and um that's probably one of the biggest things so how do you get around those is there a trick to pasta carb lovers in that sense absolutely and i feel my daughter who's a lasagna my um granddaughter who's a lasagna freak and i use the low carb wraps either in power wraps or the no grainer wraps and okay. use them as my pasta layers oh well that's right. a good idea yeah and you can make your vegetable sauce i make my vegetable sauce with cream cheese i don't use flour so mine's got cream cheese, parmesan, you know, cracked pepper and all the rest of it in it, and that's my bechamel. Ooh, that and sounds now, lovely. Yeah, it's and no one would know. They, no one knows. So how do you trick your grandchildren into eating keto? They just eat it because it's 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 great food. It is yeah. absolutely, yeah, and they love it. They love the thing. As I think I mentioned the other day, I'm so I make the sweets for them as well. Yep. They're a good guide if I've gone the right way. Um um, I made a zucchini chocolate cake. The first time I made it, they knew straight away because it was, <laughs> had green and I didn't peel them. And oh. so then they knew it was going to be funky and I thought, all right, that's my fault. So I peeled them that time. They had no idea. Oh, so that's that, amazing. So that's in their lunches. So they're actually having, like, sugar-free zucchini chocolate cake in their lunchbox. I don't know. How that's tricky awesome. are you? Maybe a hint for you, a tip for you, Harms. Yeah, yeah, especially for Ella. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she's a peanut butter girl. She'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be oh. right. 
So we can find you on your Facebook at the, and is there any other way we can contact you? Yeah, my email address is just Bronley, B-R-O-N-L-E-E underscore 63 at hotmail.com. Awesome. Thank you. So I'm hoping there'll be a lot of people who want to know more information can reach out to you and and hopefully they can learn what we've just learned today. That's amazing. Yep, anytime. I'm happy to answer questions, um, link you in, whatever you need, and don't be afraid to ask. Thank you, Bronwyn. Thanks for being with Lymphatic Care. Thank you. It was lovely meeting you both. Thanks, Bronwyn. Hey, we have a website info.lymphaticcare.org if you want to go and check us out. We also have Facebook and Instagram. There's lots to learn there. If you want to reach out via email, info.lymphaticcare at gmail.com. All those who live in the Brisbane area, give us a call 0410 032 335. Got to go.